0: Matthew chapter twenty-one and verse thirty-three. Matthew chapter twenty-one, beginning in verse thirty-three, reading through verse, uh, reading through the end of the chapter. I want you to see how service and fruitfulness is the main point of this parable. How is fruitfulness the main point of this parable? Verse 33, listen to another parable, Jesus says. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a fence around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. He leased it to tenant tenant farmers and went away. When the time came to harvest fruit, he sent his servants to the farmers to collect his fruit. The farmers took his servants, beat one, killed another, stoned a third, Again, he sent other servants more than the first group, and they did the same to them. Finally, he sent his son to them. They will respect my son, he said. But when the tenant farmers saw the son, they said to each other, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. So they seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those farmers? The Pharisees and the teachers of the law and the scribes answered him, We will completely destroy, the, he will completely, completely destroy those terrible men, they told him, and lease his vineyard to other farmers who will give him his fruit at the harvest. Who will give him his fruit at the harvest. Jesus said to them, have you never read in the scriptures the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? This is what the Lord has done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore, I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and will be given to a people producing its fruit. Whoever falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but on whomever it falls, it will shatter him. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard this his parables, they knew he was speaking about them. Although they feared the crowds because the people regarded him as a prophet. Right here in this parable, we see the care of our God illustrated in parable in terms of this vineyard. Planting a vineyard, caring for the vineyard, giving this vineyard everything that it needed in order to thrive. Building a hedge around it, protecting it from enemies, protecting it from intruders. Having the watchtower built up over it, having it be a very fertilized vineyard so that it had everything possible, everything that it needed in order to bear fruit. Of course, this is a parable about the Old Testament about how God in love over and over again gave His people every opportunity to bear fruit. What is the fruit for the people of God in the Old Testament? Israel to bear the good news of Yahweh to all nations being a people of God to bear fruit for all nations and yet they rejected him he even sent his prophets to them over and over and over again they killed some they mistreated others and they rejected the message of the prophets we see that illustrated in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verses 35 through 38. He says there, other people were tortured, not accepting release, so that they might gain a better resurrection. Others experienced mockings and scourgings, as well as bonds of imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, they, were, they died by the sword, wandering in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, afflicted, and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and on mountains, hiding in the caves and on holes in the ground. That is how they treated the prophets. And then God... Eternity past made actual in history, sent his son. Perhaps they will listen to my son. Perhaps they will be people who will bear fruit to my name, bearing the fruit that I have so graciously given them, everything that they need in order to bear. But how did they treat the son? They take the son and they throw him out of the vineyard and they kill him. Is exactly what's going to happen at the end of this Passover week in which Jesus is sharing these words. Jesus the son of God would be cast out of the vineyard. Jesus son of God would be the one who would be rejected by God's own people. But we know that's not going to be the end of the story. Jesus then goes on and he quotes Psalm chapter 118, the very same psalm that the crowds were shouting out, Hosanna, 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 on Palm Sunday. As he was walking into Jerusalem, Jesus moves on down later into the psalm and he quotes there in verse 42 have you never read in the scriptures that the stone that the builders rejected has become this cornerstone changing analogies away from the vineyard to the stone that is prophesied in the old testament the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone this is what the lord has done and it is wonderful in our eyes this is the gospel that even though god's people rejected his advances over and over and over again god in deep love for his people never gives up on us and he never gave up on them and he has not given up on you god is the god who in his love he never gives up he never quits advancing he never quits pursuing us in his love for us aren't you glad of that because how many of y'all have ever been stubborn in your life towards god (laughs) I certainly have. Oh, we all have. And yet God in his love continues to pursue continues to pursue his people. But eventually, if you reject him over and over and over again, he says in verse 44 that there will be some including the people he's talking to. He's giving them an opportunity, but he's warning them that if you fall on this stone, you will be broken to pieces. On whomever it falls, it will shatter him. Jesus using imagery from the Old Testament saying both individuals and nations that reject Jesus will one day be shattered. That is the option. Receive Jesus and bear fruit or respond to Jesus with apathy or rejection. And the stone that the builders rejected, either you will stumble and you will be broken to pieces or it will fall on you and it will crush you. The warning against fruitlessness as the followers of Jesus. What is the call to us as the people of God? In verse 43, he gives that call. He says this, therefore I tell you, the point of the parable is this. That's what that therefore is Therefore, He's coming to the conclusion of the parable. The kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people doing what? Producing its fruit. My prayer and my hope for us as a church is that we be a people who together as the united body of Christ at Richland Baptist Church, that we are a people who through deep saturated prayer dependence upon God to the glory of Jesus, bear much fruit to his name, to the praise of his glorious grace. What is the point of the parable and what is the point of our time together today? It's simply this. Our loving, gracious God has provided everything needed to flourish under His care, including sending His Son to die and to rise again, paying for our rebellion and defeating death. All who trust in Him are welcome into His kingdom and are called by grace to bear much fruit. Let's be together. A fruitful people to the glory of our christ let's stand let's pray together father we thank you for your word lord your word is powerful and it speaks to our lives and even like we said earlier i don't have to somehow try to make god's word relevant today we just have to open it up and it is relevant today and lord we thank you for this call to kingdom service this call to bear fruit in the kingdom of christ as believers and Lord, we know that in our particular expression of the kingdom, in our particular circumstance of the kingdom, we are part of this outpost of the kingdom here at Richland Baptist Church. And Lord, I thank you for what you've done in the past year, how you have brought us through this pandemic to this point, and you will continue to bring us through to the other side. And Lord, I pray that as we have gone through this time of refining, as we've gone through this time of refocusing, as we've gone through this challenging season, that we will come out like gold. And we will come out as a people prepared, ready to serve the Lord, ready to dig in, ready to encourage one another, ready to worship our Christ, ready to love one another, and ready to go out and make disciples by evangelizing and teaching others. And Lord, I pray for our church that you would give us a deep heart of service. Lord, I pray that you would help show us our need and and show us where we are passionate about for serving the Lord and we would dig in with our gifts and talents each individually and that you would raise up a new generation, raise up people across the generations, whether they be 10 or whether they be 105, doesn't matter. Lord, I pray that you would help us all to serve the Lord together with gladness. Lord, I pray that you would work during this time right now Lord, I pray that if someone doesn't know you as Savior and Lord, that they would know the Christ, the stone the builders were rejected, that has become the cornerstone. Lord, I pray that they would trust in you as Savior and Lord. And Lord, I pray for us all that you would help us to seek you about how we can bear fruit for the King through our church and here in our community. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.